0: Rise on time. <sighs> it's butt-whipping time. It's time for the Morning Blitz with Ross Volkmer. That broadcast school is really paid off. Talking everything sports from the preps. The 0-2. Spresser. Out the right center field. It's down and they win it. Yeah. Manny Gonzalez scores and the Cowboys are going back to state to the pros they're gonna throw a quick pass to tony he's got it on the edge he will walk into the end zone touchdown kansas city the blitz is presented by the insurance agency equity bank of hoxie quinter and grinnell the cowboy corner express and the farmer state bank in oakley stop what you're doing and listen Brenton Doyle slicing one down the right field line that's a fair ball to the corner one run scores two are going to score Doyle on his way to third the throw is not in time pitch is driven to right but Sean Bouchard is there and that's the ball game Well, doesn't make up for a lot of it, but a very satisfying win tonight for the Rockies against the Dodgers. Double tight end set. Goff floats it to the left side. It is hauled in. St. Brown for the touchdown. Shotgun. Fake the handoff. Love throws wide open. Left side caught. Christian Watson for the touchdown. Signs of life for the Packers. Handoff. Blast up the middle. Oh. Montgomery oh. is in. Touchdown. He's got the hat trick at Lambeau. Happy Friday morning, everybody. We are back on the Morning Blitz. Broadcasting on 1025 Rock AM 730. Fox Sports Tri-State, of course, online, nwksradio.net, and the Rocking M app. We thank you so much for tuning in for the next hour or so here on the Morning Blitz. As always, get your thoughts, comments, questions, anything you might have for us on our text line. It is open at 785-899-2222. Today's program, we'll be visiting with our good friend, Connor Nickel from Sunflower Sports Solutions, as well as K-Preps talking about high school athletics. We'll dive into high school football from last week and a recap of it. We'll look ahead to uh, the slate of games in the region this week. Uh, So look forward to visiting with Connor Nickel coming up here in about uh, 15 to 20 minutes from now. Uh, we will get into uh, some college and pro and what to expect in those games. We'll make some picks off of that as well at the uh, end of the show too. So uh, we get all that to all that to get to here in a very, very loaded Friday show. Uh, But I want to kick off the show once again, beginning on our local sports side of things. A few local sporting events happened last night. Some volleyball, including Hoxie, going one-and-one at the Cambridge Triangular. Lady Indians, I think it only lost three, maybe four. Might be just their third or fourth loss of the year, honestly, uh, as they went to Cambridge, Nebraska, and lost to Cambridge in straight sets, but swept the other opponent of the night in Hayes Center, Nebraska. So uh, they go one-and-one on the night. Had a really good showing And then down at Holcomb is where both Goodland and Colby were competing. A solid night for the Lady Eagles. They went one and one. Uh, They defeated Cimarron two sets to one, but then lost in straight sets to Holcomb. It was a very rough night for the Goodland Cowgirls. They went zero and two. They were swept by both by both Holcomb and Cimarron. And. uh, it was not pretty uh from the Goodland Cowgirl perspective, so they've they've kind of hit a, a bad spot after winning three matches on Tuesday. uh they completely went the opposite direction on Thursday night, and I think that's uh that's been the story to this point in time in the season when you look at their record they're I think they're now nine and nine on the season, and that's just kind of the way they've been. They've been up, they've been down, they've just been very much inconsistent this year. As has uh, Goodland and, and kind of the same really for Colby and and even though you know these matches right here I mean they're they're great for getting your you know your team together getting your confidence all that kind of stuff it really just comes down to sub state play that's when it all matters uh, it doesn't matter everybody has a chance uh, going into sub state play to try and make a run and that's when you want to be playing your best so it doesn't matter what your record is at this point in time it helps if you have a better record sometimes. But uh, it doesn't matter at this point in time. But uh, the way I see it is that I know... I don't, sub-states have not been released as far as I know. Um, but I believe that they are... I believe it's a wide-open deal, especially in 3A. Um, I, Holcomb might be the most... the most the, Maybe the, the the popular pick at this point in time for what they've done to this point. Uh, but I just don't think any team is, is dominant uh, so far through this point in time in this season. So I'll be intrigued to see uh, going to... Going into, you know, regional play, um, who's going to look good? Who Who's going to be playing their best? Because uh, that team might have a good chance of of going to uh, state. So we will see. Um, I just swear, I just got a text saying, substate has been released. I just looked, I swear, I just looked a couple, or maybe it was yesterday or two days ago. Maybe I'm already wrong, long, wrong on that. Maybe it came out maybe hours after I looked at it, because that's just how lucky I am on that. I was going to take a look and see about, substate oh they did have it come out here let's take a look i was going to look at this real quickly here 3a going to hoisington is where 3a will be happening this year so you've got cimarron colby goodland hoisington holcomb southwestern heights Lakin, and larned so yeah like i said i i think it's kind of an open field uh, at this point in time when you look at it Uh, all those teams have knocked off each other at some point in time especially the ones like when you take out hoisington and larned and southwestern heights you take out those but yeah be a very interesting i think overall a very interesting sub state because i think it's wide open uh, at this point in time uh speaking of volleyball it's a very busy weekend full of tournaments uh scott city will host a tournament this saturday goodland and colby expected to be competing there uh oberlin has their tournament this saturday hoxie st francis and rollins county going to be there uh, Oakley has a tournament this weekend. They've got Brewster, Shailin, Hitchcock County, Nebraska, Syracuse, uh, Triplanes, Brewster, Ulysses. Those are the teams competing at the Oakley tournament. Uh, Ellis has a tournament as well. That's where Quinter and Wallace County are expected to be. So like I said, a very busy Saturday uh, full of tournament volleyball for more teams to get more matches under their belt and try to figure out what kind of team they're going to be. Uh, there is some volleyball tonight. A Weskin hosts Deer Trail, Colorado, the fastest growing town in America, I swear. Uh, but Deer Trail, Colorado, and Weskin facing off today, not only in volleyball, but also, I believe, in football. Uh, yes. So those two teams squaring off in both football and volleyball tonight in Weskin. And then one more bit of volleyball Colby Community College is hosting Seward County on Saturday. They will be taking on, uh, sorry, they'll be hosting Seward County on Saturday, trying to continue that uh, winning that they found on Wednesday after kind of struggling. We'll see if they can continue. It. It'll be a tough, tough test, though, against a very good Seward program. And cannot forget about Lakin Golf uh, invite on Saturday. should be a beautiful weekend of weather. And uh, Lakin has their golf invite, and that's where Colby, Goodland, and Oakland. I always feel like the Lakin Golf Course, every time I drive by it, it always looks very nice. So <laughs> I feel like it. Uh, should be a good track down there to see who uh, continues to play well. Both Colby. Colby more than likely the, the heavy favorite as they've won every tournament since. But, you know, other teams have continued to improve as the year has gone on. Uh, let's move into fly, high school football tonight. Uh, a decent slate of games. Uh, you've got Colby going down to Holcomb, which you can hear on 100 points of the ride with Christian Peck-Dimmitt, voice of the uh, Colby Eagles, on 100.3 the ride. That, that game there, you know, it was... a. Uh, It was—here's the thing about it. When Goodland lost to Holcomb on Friday, it was not about that Holcomb was that much dominant. I mean, Goodland was right in the game for pretty much a half. They were right in the contest for a half. The problem is, when you commit six turnovers, it's hard to beat anybody, let alone a very good program in Holcomb. So that's where things got out of hand, especially in the third quarter. Cowboys committed turnovers. Because they honestly moved the ball against Holcomb and did that stuff. So I'm not going to put it past Colby to not have some success tonight down at Holcomb. I think they can have success down at Holcomb. But uh, can't turn the ball over. Uh, but still, I was looking at the uh, Massey ratings, and they're about a five. They were, it's the same exact spread, according to the Massey ratings, as it was for Goodland and Holcomb, about 35 points. But once again, if you don't turn the ball over. Six times, you might have a better chance there if you're Colby down in Holcomb. Still, though, a tough road game for the Eagles uh, trying to get a win in district and GWAC play. Uh, the Goodland Cowboys are on the road in Norton. This is, according to the Massey ratings, it's a, uh, it's a heavy favorite in Norton. And look, when you look at the record, it is. Goodland's 1-3, Norton is 4-0. I get it. And, 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 but there's the thing. The last three times these these teams have met the the la- the previous two years, and then a, I think it was like 20, 2018, maybe? 2017, 2018, they met. They've been overtime or, you know, one-score games. Last year, it was Goodland winning in overtime, coming back from being down two scores. Two years ago, Norton finding a way to win at home in uh, in triple overtime in a game where... I think Mason Hernandez got stuffed at the goal line, trying to, uh, trying to tie the game up in, in the third overtime period. I mean, this, this has been a series recently that has been highly competitive, and I would be honestly surprised if it wasn't semi-competitive tonight, because Goodland, even though the record is there, and even though Norton might be 4-0, these teams have just been very competitive the last handful of years. Very close games. So I would be shocked if it is a blowout. I consider, I think it's going to be a really competitive game. Got to give Norton a lot of credit. Norton always plays a difficult schedule in their 2A classification. They always, the, the previous years, they've taken on Phillipsburg, which is a really good program, and Smith Center, which we all know is a great program. They also have, you know, Plainville and Oakley, which have been solid programs in the past this year. They've struggled a little bit. But Norton's off to a 4-0 start with a phenomenal defense, allowing just... 10 point, less than 10 points per game. And, they've, and, and offensively, they've got a quarterback that can run it and can throw it in Eli Jones, and he has weapons that he can get the ball into. And I think the most surprising thing about the success of Norton this year is that they're doing it all with pretty much a, a whole new starting lineup. Last year, they had just one starter on the offensive line that was not a senior. And all of their skill position guys, wide receivers, fullbacks, tailbacks, quarter and not the quarterback tight end they were all seniors they were a senior laden group and if anybody remembers the last year against goodland when they came to town a lot of those seniors got hurt one of them was out already with an injury and then more got hurt that game and that allowed goodland to get back into it goodland was down by two scores and some injuries piled up for norton and all of a sudden goodland came storming back this year, Norton's a lot younger, a lot more of sophomores and juniors that are leading the way, both in the offensive line, um, sorry, in the line play and, in the, and at the skill position spots. But they, it has not mattered. They have looked really good, really good. And you know, we talked last week about how big Holcomb was on the offensive line and defensive line because they are big. And that'll be a big story tonight for Colby, trying to deal with that because Colby doesn't have a very big line. But that big line for Holcomb is very athletic, whereas this Norton line, which is big. I mean, I think they're averaging 260 pounds a man. They're huge. They have a 375-pound center. But here's the thing. I don't think they move as good as the other, as Holcomb does. Still, though, big bodies to get around for Norton. I still think, though, even though massey Ratings think it's about a 42-12, 42-14 type of score, Uh, I still think Goodland and Norton will be a lot closer. The the recent years have proven that. And we'll have coverage of that game right here on 102.5 U Rock. Some other uh, games tonight include Oakley hosting Smith Center. Uh, Boy, it's been a rough year for a good friend of the program, Jeff Hennick and his Plainsmen. They're a young football team, a very young football team, taking their lumps, and they'll probably take some more lumps tonight, taking on a very good Smith Center program and team. In eight-man, Hoxie going to try and celebrate homecoming with a win over a Decatur community more than likely. Wallace County will host St. Francis. The Wildcats have had a tough season. They've played a lot of close games and just came up on the wrong end. Rollins County is on the road at Stockton. Should be an easy win for the Buffaloes to get to 5-0. Oh. They've looked really good through the first four weeks. And Quinter will host Hill City. Hill City still not back to full strength. They're starting quarterback and tailback. expected the year, have been injured they will not play tonight, from what I've heard, so Quinter more than likely has a chance at getting to 5 0 as well. And Rollins County and Quinter will meet in district play coming up here in a week or so, and that ought to be a dandy of a football game. Uh, Six man, I know we had some really good games in the previous weeks. I don't know if we'll see that here this weekend or not. Triplanes Brewster hosts host Northern Valley. you got to think the Huskies are going to be very upset about getting uh, thrashed by Shylin and Triplanes Brewster, underneath the new head coach and Chris Kirk. Uh, might be a tough game there for Triplanes Brewster. Weskin, like I mentioned, hosting Deer Trail, Colorado. I don't know anything about Deer Trail, only that I think it's the fastest growing city in America. Uh, Greeley County hosting Shy Lynn. Once again, the Cougars have proven that they are the best team in six man football right now. Uh, no doubt about it. And we'll see if Greeley County can handle that or not. And then Golden Plains going to Western Plains Healy tonight. And I, ex- I expect the Bulldogs of Golden Plains. Uh, to get themselves a victory tonight we will see but that's your uh that's your local football slate uh going into oh I did forget to look up what one team is doing tonight and I'll look that up real good real quickly if I can here I was going to see where Wheatland Grinnell is at um and their schedule we'll take a look here and see if I can find it, if it'll allow me to because it keeps I did a lot of searching for Wheatland Grinnell volleyball um <laughs> so now it's uh Now it wants to take me to Wheatland Grinnell football. So I was going to to take a look and see what uh, Wheatland Grinnell will have uh, for football today. So every year I try to get that, uh, I try to pull up their schedule and it's just not put together yet. Let's see, where are they at here? Um, They're at Logan Palco tonight. That's where they go, to Logan Palco for the 0-4 Wheatland Grinnell Thunderhawks. So there you go. That's your local local slate of the uh, high school football variety. we'll see how it all shakes out tonight, uh, kicking off around 7 Central, 6 Mountain Time, uh, depending on where you're listening or sitting tonight for football. Should be a beautiful night for it. Temperature's going to be more than likely around, I don't know, I would say probably in the upper 70s. Time of kickoff, maybe a little warm, but it'll cool off. Be a beautiful evening for some high school football, that is for sure. But like I said, overall, a very busy weekend in local sports. Um... With uh, golf, volleyball, and of course football here on Friday night. It uh, should be a very loaded weekend, especially with tournaments going on all around in volleyball. Uh before we get to break, uh last night in Thursday night football, the Lions take down the Packers in very convincing fashion, the final being 34 to 20. I'm telling you, the Lions have something cooking. Um they've gone into two. Decently hostile environments, I would say, both the Kansas City Chiefs and the Green Bay Packers and picked up wins. And, and the Chiefs' win was more impressive than this Packer win because the Packers, once again, a young football team with a new quarterback trying to learn their ways. ways. It's a learning year for, for Green Bay. Whereas Detroit, this is their year. I don't think the, the, the Vikings have not looked good, the Packers have not looked good, and the Bears are bad. This is the Lions' year. They're going to make the postseason. Mark it down right now. Their division is not that great. Barring just some unbelievable injury. The Lions are going to make the postseason. And they do it in a way that is a little bit old school. Physically beating the other team for four quarters. They run the football very well. They've got they've got great they've got, you know, they got David Montgomery, who's a really good back. He was at the Bears in previous years. He had three touchdowns last night, by the way. They have a young running back out of Alabama, Jameer Gibbs, who can do a little bit of everything. He can catch it. He can run it. He's very fast. And they've got another guy coming back in the in the Williams guy who's an unbelievably physical runner. That'll be back. He's, he's on the injured reserve, I think. He'll be back here in a couple weeks. That's a three-headed monster in the backfield right there. And they've got Amon Ross St. Brown, who's a phenomenal wide receiver. Any team in the NFL would love to have him. Jared Goff has proven to be an improved quarterback each and every time he... Uh, you know, it seems like every year he gets better. I know he had some down he had some great years with the Rams, had some down years with the Rams, but he's definitely looking pretty comfortable there in Detroit. And their defense is a physical, aggressive style of defense that has great pass rush. I mean, they have everything you want. Everything you want in a football team. I'm telling you, if you're a if you're a Lions fan like Christian Peck Dimmitt, who's our voice to the Colby Eagles, he's a he's a Michigan man and he loves uh, his Lions it's a it's a time to be proud I'm telling you right now because this is a really really good football team really good football team you know and looking at the end I mean there's some tough don't get me wrong there are some tough teams to make it through the postseason you know there's the San Francisco 49ers tough there is the Philadelphia Eagles tough the Dallas Cowboys semi-tough but that's about it. I mean, you could easily put the Lions at number three in the NFC Power Rankings. Easily could. And there are some years not too long ago that you would have said they would have been number three from the bottom in the NFC Power Rankings. So good for the Detroit Lions. fans. I don't know about anybody else, but every time I've watched a Lions game, there are a ton of fans in blue there. I, I didn't know they traveled this well, or maybe because they're good, they're, they're traveling this year, but there was a ton of fans in blue at the opener against the Chiefs, I thought more than there should have been. And there were a lot of fans there for the Green Bay Packard, deal. And they, stuck, they snuck around, stuck around late to watch the post-game show there on Thursday Night Football. There was a lot of blue. I give a lot of credit. Uh, Detroit Lion fans, uh, they're Hardy fans, and they have showed up when their team is good and good for them. So we'll talk more about uh, the NFL slate, at least from the Chiefs and uh, Denver Broncos' perspective later on in the program. Let's get to a break. Can we come back... We're going to be joined by Connor Nickel of Sunflower Sports Solutions and, of course, K-Preps. He'll join us next talking some high school sports. You're listening to the Morning Blitz.